Bam, 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 Book one water. Welcome back to Avatar the First Viewing. This is the podcast where we have a Avatar first timer and an Avatar expert. We watch the show from start to finish. I am your Avatar expert, Eli. I am your Avatar newbie, Peter. My name is Nikki, and I'm your director and fact checker. Also, by the way, I'm very sorry, but I will not be around as much recently. I just started my third year of medical school, which is crazy town. So I have to go to bed at nine these days. I'll catch the episodes that I can. And I'm definitely still part of this behind the scenes. But I trust Eli and Peter to do a magnificent job without me. Cue the sad flute music, recorder music. Um, with uh, our kind of halfway farewell to Nikki as she departs to med school. Sad. Um, or at least a third year of you know, being in the hospital during COVID, by the way. This is uh, when this was recorded, um, unless you're living, listening right now. And, and then you're like, uh, of course it is. <laughs> um, but without further ado, let's, uh, let's jump right into episode six titled Imprisoned. Yeah. And we always kick it off with our newbie recap. So newbie, give the recap. Yep, yep. All right, all right. Newbie, newbie recap. Team Avatar is roaming through the woods when they stumble upon this young Earthbender man. Um, Katara goes up to say hi. He runs away. They follow him to a village that turns out to be an Earth Nation mining town. They f- run into this boy again and say, hey, you were that guy that was Earthbending, right? Turns out it's taboo and they hide the earthbending because the Fire Nation has taken over and will take away anyone and arrest them if they are an mm-hmm. earthbender. Fast forward, uh, this old man gets trapped under like a caving mind. Only uh, Katara and this earthbender dude are around. Haru. Haru. Hooray. Haru. Haru. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Haru uses earthbending to save this old man from dying. But then... And the rats on him. Yeah. The old man rats on him, brings the, uh, mm-hmm. as, as is common in fascist states, actually, yes. uh, he yes. rats on another civilian and the kid gets taken away, uh, somewhere. Katara mm-hmm. has this genius, genius idea to fake airbending using Aang's, uh, fake er, earthbending, fake earthbending yeah, yeah. using Aang's, uh, airbending skills, um, gets yeah. herself arrested and, uh, taken to this kind of offshore island prison camp that the mm-hmm. Earthbenders have been staying. Mm-hmm. Um, Katara goes there and fails to rally the troops to rebel, but Aang uh, uses earthbending to kind of get the coal. This whole island is metal, oh, the by the way. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aang uses airbending to like get um, all the coal out into the open. So the mm-hmm. Earthbenders uh, throw a revolt um, and are able to come back to the village. Yes. Yes, they seize the means of production, literally use the means of production yes. as a weapon in, uh, in this Oh, in this oh I smell a bogus essay coming on. <laughs> I, th- this is uh, hinting at what's to come. Yeah, hinting yeah, yeah. Hinting at what's to come. Yeah, so what are your overall thoughts on the episode? Yeah, I mean, it was uh, another beautifully self-contained, sweet little narrative story arc. There's a lot I found charming and a lot that I appreciated them not like overly simplifying because it's a kid's show yeah um there's a lot of themes in this episode around like imperialism and like oppression and things like that which is cool 
to see in a kid's show, not mm-hmm. cool to see in general, I guess. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, and you see a little bit of nuggets around like how bending can be used as well. So yeah. I'm always for that. I like this most for the voice acting. Mm-hmm. Um, some so of the George Takei. Vo- George Takei yeah. was the warden. Um, and yep. then you had, I can't, I can't remember. Oh, this is a fact checker moment because I was about to say, I was about to say Sam Davis was. It, it wasn't. It was not. It's, but I recognize him from other cartoons. So I actually did, I actually did look this up because I always get his name confused. Kevin Michael Richards. Ah, who, Kevin Michael uh, Richards. Yes. You, most people would recognize his name. Um, I, my, I am heartwarmed by the fact that like the thing that I recognize him from the most is, um, the kind of, it's Captain Gontu or something from Lilo and Stitch. Yes. He's the shark guy, right? <laughs> He's like the shark headed yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he was great. Mm-hmm. George Takei. George Takei you know, was, As, as yeah. soon as he came on, I was like, like oh, oh George Takei. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I think I knew this, but then forgot I also realized that uh, Katara is played by one of my favorite voice actors of all really? time. Who? Yeah. So May Whitman. I don't know the name. Does a does a yeah. lot of voice acting in in uh, young young kids animation okay. and cartoons. So what other characters is she famous for? What what she what you might know her from is uh-huh. <laughs> her her beautiful portrayal of Anne in the show Arrested Development. And also oh, the uh, what? Uh, yep. <laughs> I never it's kind made of like that connection. A, it's kind of like a reverse Mila Kunis <laughs> um, Meg situation where yeah. it's <laughs> you're very uh, much can develop a childhood crush on Katara, but yeah. like the and, actor plays very much like a like they call her Egg in yeah, the show. Oh my you know? god! Yes, <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> So why don't we talk about our uh, favorite scenes? What do we what do we like about this this episode? Yep, yep. Yeah, man. Um, favorite scenes. I I um my favorite was already the voice acting, but the favorite shot was when they first kind of pan on to the island. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Shot a scene of the island. Basically, you see a shot of the boats kind of pulling in, very mm-hmm. like similar like in Harry Potter, the first movie yeah. where the boats kind of pull mm-hmm. up, uh, and then you see this reverse shot of. What's well, like a uh, very kind of like almost steampunky it's steam mixture. It's steampunky for sure. Yeah, but it's a mixture of like period piece Japanese roof architecture yep. shapes mm-hmm. with like Howl's Moving Castle industrial sci-fi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of like this textured oil painting feel mm-hmm. um, or watercolor or whatever. I, I, I don't know. But I thought that looked really beautiful. I, was, I thought it was dope art. Yeah. Um, I would love to see more of that. I don't know how much they're going to lean into that. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, that's like the part of me that loves Blade Runner, you know, yeah. just loves. I, and then the part of me that loves anime just blends to love totally. it. Totally. You know? <laughs> I think with all the steampunk portion is it, it also zooms back. I'm not sure if this is the same exact scene that this is happening, um, but you could see the, um, like the big spotlights coming out of yeah. it. Super steampunk. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Any other, any other ones that stick out? Um, I always like to give the shout out to the different ways that they use bending. Yeah. Uh, this episode, um, I liked that one, they could use air pressure to move like rocks was, is the yeah. big thing. <laughs> but then, um, better than that, Ang made this like twisty thing with his arm. 
and then they would plop like a rocks on top yeah. of it and it would shoot it out like a potato like teacher yeah. cannon. one of my favorites was yes so it's when they did the kind of oceans 11 thing where mm. they're going over the plan all right this is the plan and it goes and it zooms <laughs> in it goes through this kind of a david uh fincher thing too where like yeah, the yeah, camera yeah. moves unnaturally through the environment yeah. Where it shows you everything that's going to happen, but it's the Ocean's Eleven thing where they're going through the plan, but it's happening while they're yeah, describing yeah, yeah. what's classic, happen. Classic heist, exactly. Super heist yeah. movie, um, and they did that with like going through the air vent and showing the coal and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people wouldn't like the scene where they fake the arrest because it sort of felt like everyone who was involved. Is like a high school actor. Yeah. Even like the Fire Nation soldiers. Yeah, like, like those are interesting choices. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's, there's a shot of Katara where her like, they did the like kind of chibi animation. No, I remember that. She looks, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, with my earth bending. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And it cuts to like everyone staring. <laughs> but the firebenders are like so that, dumb. Like, that lemur the, <laughs> is earth bending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was kind of ridiculous like it was very the whole thing was tongue-in-cheek yeah i think they they made the choice to go super super over the top with that bit and they kind of they did that again and this is sort of my my overall thoughts about the episode is that they like in some ways this feels like a more serious um episode because it's like yeah like all these people are literally like being used for prison labor you know yeah and they're like it's a fascist state where they can't you know, they have to hide themselves at all times. Which yeah, is yeah. Very, like communist, you know. Yeah. But yeah, there's also the the scene with the uh, warden. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like oh, there's a buffalo or a bison, and it kind of <laughs> totally breaks the drama they're building up. Yeah. Like this is a maximum security yeah, prison. Yeah, yeah. This kind of goofy warden. Yeah. Uh, but it's George the case, so it's hard to take him seriously in the first place. Yeah. Oh man, he was so good. But yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, there's clearly undertones of. Uh, kind of like internment camps and like fascist states yeah, yeah and yeah. like you know histor- like historical echoes of genocide and shit like that but then like it's mm-hmm. it's still ultimately like a kid show that and they have to like kind of keep it light um yeah. so there mm-hmm. is like a, a jarring nature there mm-hmm. if you have our adult context in mind as a kid like it, it, you know it didn't phase me at all yeah i think it's also because um, of what is in the political climate, what's happening right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, just the topic of impri- imprisonment and mass incarceration yeah. is kind of like hot on people's minds. So yeah, yeah. it's interesting to watch, you know, how that is portrayed, even though this is a different sort of thing. This is more like a fascist state, like right, right, lock right, your right, doors, right. don't go outside kind yeah, of imprisonment. Yeah. Uh, don't like thought police kind of thing um, compared to today where it's much more subtle. Yeah, yeah. Do, are there any uh, critiques you have on this episode? critiques on the episode um so i the immediate ones actually i thought this episode dill did better than they usually do with this stuff Mm -hmm. so like uh katara made this big like rallying speech Mm -hmm. but the people weren't rallied right away because their spirits were broken and it took like two or three pushes before they kind of like rallied yeah, versus yeah. in past episodes, like there's been dramatic speeches that change people's minds immediately. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I, I actually was looking to critique there, but you know, they actually, I that's feel like also, did that a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what Nikki said as well. She kind of said that uh, when we're watching the episode that she wishes that 
maybe they had tried doing something super altruistic and it ended up not working for them. But that did happen at the beginning. Like her plan was foiled yeah, yeah, um, yeah. almost immediately. And it wasn't until, and everyone was ready to give up um, until Katara went back and um, tried to push everyone to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is, remember my what I was saying earlier? <laughs> Season one is about Katara. This is a very yeah, Katara it's episode. Pretty, yes. really took the backseat. That is true. Yeah. That's compelling. She she orchestrated yeah. the plan. She mm-hmm. failed plans, and then she ultimately won out. So that's yeah, that's yeah. a hero's journey right there. Oh, totally. Good on Nickelodeon. Bam, 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 ba, down. Do you notice uh, Netflix finally replaced the yeah. Nickelodeon intro? Oh my god! It's the in, the so for anyone that has watched this currently on Netflix, the intro Nickelodeon thing that they did before this apparently a couple days ago was so much louder than any than anything you're playing on TV. <laughs> so I immediately, I mute it. I had to mute the TV before I press play on any episode, get past that, and so I could replay it. But they, ba, fought, ba, they, they brought a new one. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it sounds like that. It's, it's stupid. Water. Earth. <laughs> <laughs> that part's fine. That part's fine. I, l- I listen to it every time. Yeah. Any critiques from you? I, I, I'm going to say oh, yeah. Scott Free on this one. I, I just sort of wish, um, as much as I love George Takei, I mm. sort of wish that, I guess maybe it's a thing with this season, but the, the antagonist just isn't very serious. Mm. He doesn't seem like much of a threat, even though he says like, uh, you will die where you stand if you don't back down. You know, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just not really like... Not really scared of it. Oh, thanks. Not really scared of it. Yeah. Him. I kind of want to be scared of the antagonist because there are some great antagonists that come up. Oh, spoilers. On. The show is so good. Spoilers, man. <laughs> what if it's like, no, no, no. No, there's some really good antagonists that come up uh, later in this season and especially in later seasons. I mean, I think you're right. This is kind of like a throwaway, awesome guest appearance villain, right? Totally. Um, yeah. It's not going to be like a like a villain that like kind of stays on with as the episodes he, go on. Presumably, he drowned. It's kind of fucked up. Ah, <laughs> uh, he said he can't. I swim, guess so. And they toss them overboard. I guess so. But like with kids shows, it's so ambiguous. Like they just might not come back to it. Yeah, so it's yeah. left ambiguous. Or like you, if they come back, it's like oh, they got saved on a Fire Nation yeah, I ship. I mean, Zuko was like, you know was just behind them. So yeah, maybe yeah. they hung on to the little poles of the that's that's sticking on the image i don't know i have a very bogus freshman year thesis yep, yep. give it to us it is that this episode is here to teach the kids that all you need to do all you people in america too is seize the means <laughs> of production that i mean they could have done a worker strike whatever but plus earth bending you can overthrow even the strongest of uh and wow. harshest of uh oppressors the proletariats the bourgeoisie <laughs> even in Marxism. a maximum, maximum security prison with the help of a, a single airbender um is all it took i i hear um, it man i hear it I, I, that wasn't an accident yeah. you know my bogus thesis would probably be around like yeah like fascist states and like how they break a, a collective society's will mm-hmm. and stuff yep. and they, they they do that several ways because they have that yeah they have that present in the Earth Nation town um, where everyone um, is, you know, spying on each other and everyone's afraid of even the yeah, neighbors, yeah, yeah. but also in the prison where, like, oh, no, your spirits are broken. Uh, heavy yeah, yeah, nod yeah. to 
um, the Eastern Bloc countries, I would say. Oh, for yeah. sure, for sure. Having yeah. both of us spent our, um, you know, just so much learning, <laughs> uh, you know, learning about cultures in Prague. The two of us both studied abroad in Prague when we went to NYU. You did, right? Eli, okay. yeah, Eli and I uh, spent a semester drinking a lot of beer. Not to, not the same time, but um, yeah, yeah, separately, um, where the beer is cheaper than water in the good city of Prague. Highest per capita. Praha. Praha. Highest per capita rate of beer consumption in Europe is in Prague. Wow. Yes. Even larger than Russia because wow. they drink more alcohol, but it's um, more hard liquor uh, included. Yeah, in yeah. Figure. Do you think we need to explain that a bit more? Or no, yeah. Well, on? let's let's ex- let, well just in case let's explain our our bogus yeah. thesis. Um, so there's this guy. His name is Karl Marx. Uh, I'm sure, <laughs> uh, if these listeners, I'm sure you've all heard of him. You know, he's got the beard. Um, he's got the German accent because he's German and he speaks German. And he wrote the he wrote this book. It's called The Communist Manifesto. Um, and, you know, some people around the world read that and said, hey, I could do that. And then they tried doing it and it was uh, an absolute failure. This is a place called North Korea <laughs> um, where, <laughs> where they they have they, they basically uh they did selective reading on the communist manifesto and said, how do we make all the power between us a hundred people that we like? And then no one else gets anything. <laughs> that's, that's, that's uh limited reading. But the, the, the idea being um, that Karl Marx proposed is that there's a constant war between the bourgeoisie and the proletariat, the proletariat. Yeah. Uh, me having never read a single page of it before. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I don't know if you can explain this better than me. But all you have nope. to do, the proletariat, all you have to do is seize the means of production, literally say, um, we, we are the ones who do all the work, uh, farm all the crops, make all of your textiles that keep you bourgeoisie alive. So if we say we're going to stop doing that and take all of the equipment away, then you can't survive without us. And that's exactly what they did this episode. They said, we're literally going to take <laughs> that you're using our earth, earthbending or our muscles for, and we're going to literally attack you with it. That is how they got their power back. That was actually, you sold me by the end that it doesn't sound that bogus. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was a freshman year professor, I wouldn't be mad reading uh-huh. that. Yeah, yeah. In conclusion, um, you too <laughs> must seize the piece of production. <laughs> oh, you too call, must, call to action, A+. Plus. You too, <laughs> call to action, lasting impression. Um, you take your podcast, Mike. So what? The so what? What's, yeah, why should I care? What am I going to walk away and say after I read this essay? Oh, my God. Yes. Glad we're out of that. That kind of wraps it up, yeah? Anything else about the episode you want to call out? One other thing that I said, and I, will, I was wrong about this, is I said that they did the previously on Avatar starting season two. Although mm. this, season, this episode was the first one to say previously in Avatar. And oh, yes, that reminds me, adventure. Eli. Uh-huh. That reminds me. Um, during the uh, previously on Avatar, mm-hmm. there was a section that said um, there was a Qatar, there was a snippet of Katara saying, "As legend foretells, or like, aren't you supposed to go learn water bending and then earth bending yes. and then fire bending?" Yes. Um, I don't know if that's the actual order, but it starts with water bending, and then Aang says. Yep, well, that's what the monks told me or something yep. like that, mm-hmm. um, which answers my question of why didn't they just stay 
in the that Earth Kingdom to point. learn uh-huh. learn earthbending from uh, from that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I realized, oh, I'm so dumb, and this must be so obvious to all the actual fans listening. It's book one, water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's about getting to the North Pole so he can learn waterbending yep. first. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, he made some good once, earthbenders, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I realized that, I was like, oh, duh. <laughs> yeah. There, but you're right. There is a traditional, among the avatars, there's a traditional um, steps to which they learn um, the, yeah, the four yeah. types of uh, elemental bending. Yeah. Um, so uh, thanks for thanks for bearing with me, folks. Uh-huh. I, I had no idea. <laughs> Must have been obvious to you from like episode two. Yeah. <laughs> Book one water. And we're still flowing through. They're currently on the boats on their way to, still on their way to the Northern Water Tribe. Oh, yes. And then um, at the very last bit of the episode, we see uh, Zuko gets like a, finds like a bracelet of guitars or something. Mm-hmm. What happened there? They her necklace is her ah, mother's necklace, necklace. Yeah. and ah. she says in this episode that Katara's mom was killed by a, a, a firebender. <gasps> so, yeah, that's she she definitely is someone um, that is holding on to a grudge. Yes, right, L- uh, very literally with um, that around her neck being. Oh my God! Is know. is she gonna marry Zuko? I will not happening? say anything. Is that say anything. is that what's happening? I am yeah. not gonna say anything. <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't want to. Ex- again, I'm not gonna spoil. Especially, what do you any think, guys? The, is that gonna ships, is that gonna happen? As they as the kids call them ships. Yeah. I mean, you can ship anyone you want, but the cannon ships is what matters. <laughs> you know? Preach, preach. Um, I don't know, to, folks. To all you people over 26 years old, um, a ship is shortened term of a relationship. Um, common. It's a, it's kind of like a fan fiction relationship. Um, so for to give you an, a non-Avatar example, a lot of people shipped um, from the newer Star Wars trilogy, Finn and Poe, because they thought they were their homies and uh, maybe a little more than just uh, giving each other hugs. Maybe they're yeah. a little more intimate than that. And I could Shipping, see that. I could see that t- totally. I, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I mean, uh, Disney would never allow it, but... <laughs> well, the, all they'll allow is that one half-second um, lesbian kiss at the end of yeah. um, <laughs> uh, the most recent Star Wars movie, and that still yeah, got yeah. cut in China they, and Singapore. Yep. It's, yep. They, need to take a, they need to do more than that. Come on, it's kind of cowardly. <laughs> take a stand, man. <laughs> nope, their job is to be no. Disney. <laughs> no, we have to get money to our stakeholders, and China is a large market, and we have to make sure that the film sells well there, and it's not banned. So it's fiduciary duty, straight. dude. They're all straight. It's uh, it's fiduciary duty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited to, for you to see in this and in the Legend of Korra where the the ships in the canon take you i now know that there's gonna be some shit that goes down so there has to be i mean look at they're they're a bunch of horny teens <laughs> you know eli oh my there are kids listening to this now probably not probably it's, not. it's all it's all 20 something year olds who've watched avatar uh, before <laughs> yeah there's no kids or adults listening right now no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and you know, speaking of you guys listening, I just want to, um, you know, now that you're all listening to this for sure, I just want to shout out um, to our sponsor, um, the Communist Party of America. Um, <laughs> so the, the Communist Party of America thanks you uh, for learning about everything that they stand for, 
um, and that and how you you as an individual, even in such a large economy, can be the driving force for political change. So yes, subscribe to the Communist Party of America. Yeah, or just go vote for whoever you <laughs> or want to vote, vote for. Or just go vote for everyone vote. But they please do that. They totally yeah. Do. Sponsorships of for America, better America. No, <laughs> not that one. Sponsored by Rock the Vote, and this is something that we do <laughs> believe in. Please register to vote, and vote and by vote. mail because it's easier, and then you don't have to show up at the polling place, and there's a two-hour line. Which My just happened Corona. In, uh, in uh, Kentucky or Tennessee, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. One of those just happened. Hey, Brands. Hey, Colgate. Us. Legal hey, Zoom. Colgate is the combination of water and fire that minty fiery feeling <laughs> in your, your mouth <laughs> it's like an airbender <laughs> <laughs> when you when you, you know when you when you have a minty toothpaste and yeah go, afterwards and it feels like wow oh my god <laughs> am i heard an airbender <laughs> you ever you ever when you're in the shower and you like put your hand out and the water is running down your hand and then you feel like a waterbender for like never never that's just oh you, my, you oh, dork yes. <laughs> i always do that like you know when there's like the little hairs that are on the bottom yeah. of the shower and you're like cleaning it up it's <laughs> running down your hand your arm you love like, it i'm waterbending I'm, I'm a waterbender you're a fucking dork <laughs> I'm a waterbender <laughs> i'm eli i'm a waterbender i'm a waterbender <laughs> Thanks for listening in, folks. Please like, comment, and subscribe, and tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like, and we'll maybe change it up or mm-hmm. not. Fuck you. Love you. Just mm-hmm. kidding. Love you all. And uh, share. Please share with your avatar friends, mm-hmm. and uh, we will see you all next time. Where it's a wisdom time. Well, folks, remember to be kind to yourselves and to others, even if they're mean old firebenders <laughs> good night Avatar The First Viewing is created by Elijah Millen. Oh, and Peter Kang. And Nikki Guillory, who is in the other room sleeping because she has to wake up at 5 a.m. and it's currently 10 p.m. The song stuff is recorded by Jordan Rodriguez, and our cover art is created by Christian Claudio. Avatar The, the Last Airbender is created by Nickelodeon, and they bum, own bum, all the bum, rights bum, to it. Zim, bum, bum, ba-dum. Sponsor us, sponsors. Hey, brands.